This is Three Valleys radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. The heart is a blue. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. Space to win in this town You're out of luck And the reason that you had to care The traffic is stuck And you're not moving anywhere You thought you'd found a friend To take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand Turn for grace It's a beautiful day Hello and good evening and welcome to Glover's Inquisition This is your chance to find out what makes your favourite player tick. Right, well, today's uh, guest in the Inquisition chair is none other than goal scorer on Saturday, Charlie Lee. Well done for scoring, Charlie, and welcome to the show. Brilliant, thank you very much. Must have been an enjoyable game to play in, I should think, with a 3-1, and the atmosphere was brilliant at Ewish, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, the atmosphere was, was brilliant, and uh, the performance probably was better in the second half, so it was, it was good to come away with the win. Did, tell me something, do you find as, as a footballer, I mean, you, you, you all go through, I'm sure, for routines and, and habit-forming um, things before a game so when you get into a game and in two minutes in you get a, a huge stop like you did and obviously worrying from the point of view of the safety of the players is does that sort of throw you off your kilter a little bit and you sort of takes a while to get over it well yeah i think it did to be honest i, I don't think we cope with it very well and, uh, i think the 10 minutes 10 minutes following the instance once we'd started uh, restarted sorry uh, i don't think we, we played very well so Mm. Uh, I wouldn't like to blame that, but we didn't come to to terms with it very well, and I think that's something we'll look back on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But looking back on your career, sir, I see you, you were born in Whitechapel. Yeah, I was born in yeah, born in Whitechapel, London. Yep. Yeah, and you didn't come across him at all, did you, on your, your travels up there? <laughs> Unfortunately, not. <laughs> probably, probably a little bit before my time. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I mean, 
Whitechapel is always portrayed. I mean, I'm a Londoner, the same as you, but uh, um, yeah, it's always portrayed Whitechapel. I've never actually been there myself, but as though it's sort of full of dark alleys and and what have you. I mean, it's not as bad as that, is it? No, no, it's not quite as bad as that. I think I think uh, by the time I was born, it's quite, it's quite a lot better. It's definitely got its history, though. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm surprised there's not a few more pubs called the Jack the Ripper or something around there, really. Yeah, that's surprising because obviously it's very famous. Yeah. It's a whole story, so. Well, look, you, you started, your, you were born in, in, where are we, 1987. Um, yep. Started your career at, at Tottenham in the in the youth setup up there, but um, didn't really sort of play many games for them, uh, certainly not league games, according to Wikipedia. You had a couple of UEFA Cup uh, outings, didn't you? Yeah, well, I never made an official appearance, but it was good to be part of the, the South there. A few years as a pro, but I learned a lot. A lot of the stuff I do today was stuff that I picked up. But yeah, um, but eventually you moved to Millwall, and you had five appearances there on loan, um, according to this. Uh, but then, really, the start of your career was Peterborough, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Going on loan to Millwall to obviously get making a debut was a great experience, and uh, that that made me really desperate to, to stop playing in the career. And then got given the chance at Peterborough when I left Tottenham. I did a great, great four years there. 153 goals, uh, sorry, games, and 14 goals according to Wikipedia. Does that sound about right? Oh, oh I hope it was a few more goals than that. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good spell. Yeah. But, um, and, and who was your manager there, Barry Fry? So, no, it was Darren Ferguson. Who signed oh, Darren, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Darren Ferguson signed me, and uh, he was the uh, I had him with two different spells while I was at the club. Right, right. And um, what would you say was your key game? Were any sort of key game stand out? Any sort of finals or playoff finals or anything? Yeah, we we, we, we got promoted at Old Trafford in the playoff finals going into the, the championship. But um, I think two years before that, we got promoted to the championship again. And I was, I was lucky enough to be the score the goal. Away at Colchester, that made us go up. So uh, that, that game away at Colchester will always be a fucking memory. Yeah. Okay, and then from there you moved to uh, Gillingham on loan, and eventually signed for Gillingham in two thousand and eleven. Um, you were there for a while, nearly a hundred games gone to this. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure of how many games I was there for three seasons. So I think probably would have played more than hundred games, but <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed my time there, and I, that was obviously another quite a successful spell. And then you then you went to Stevenage, and I take it that's where you bumped into a certain Darren Soul. Yeah, obviously when when I signed, it was Graham Wesley was the manager, and, and the gaffer now was um, part of the academy set up there. But obviously we, we all we all knew him, and he was good. And then when he ended up getting his chance, we had a we had a really successful spell as him as manager. Okay, we're going to start now with Charlie's choice of music, and the first one we're going to play for you is Fleetwood Mac and the Chain.
right, Charlie's first choice was, of course, uh, the theme music to the old Grand Prix series, and uh, it's the Fleetwood Mac and, and the Chain. So, um, but it sounds as though, from from what he, when he talks about you at the press conference at the Oval, it sounds like you've got a sort of love hate relationship almost. He, he said on Saturday that he, he was going to um, not play you, and then you told him you were playing, and that was the end of it. <laughs> He obviously always jokes that the manager's in charge and yeah. I only play with him if he'd say so. He, he don't joke at all. But um, yeah, we had, we had a good relationship then and people have got good now and uh, he seems to take the mickey out of me a little bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He's the manager, so I have to just take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's, he's a great lad, is Darren. I mean, I've got to know him sort of fairly well in the, in the few months that he's been here, but um, he's got a good sense of humour as well, which is nice and he's honest and I think that's important with a manager yeah definitely obviously when, when you play under a manager like that obviously it's very enjoyable it's a big, big reason uh, I joined the club and uh, I think the, the interviews he does just shows what the sort of character he is and mm. he doesn't he doesn't hold back he says how he, he says what he feels and I, I think it's refreshing yeah absolutely I think so you know and I think that's why the fans have taken him so quickly because he is honest and you know I mean one week he said he was a load of crap and <laughs> he doesn't hold back at all it was great you know and it, something we're not used to really I suppose not in, in you know because Darren Way was totally different to that that's for sure but um so I mean did you have a good time at Stevenage generally successful yeah definitely I've seen when when he took over uh, I don't think we, we'd had a bad season season four it'd been a very average season so expectations weren't that high and I think we we just missed out on the playoffs and plus with, without a few injuries I, I think we definitely would have made the playoffs and, and that was a time when probably the squad might not have been wouldn't have thought that we could have made the playoffs so I think we overachieved within him as manager I mean, it's a really good spell. Mm, absolutely. Well, hundred, well, at least 180. We'll say at least because you want to get somebody to update your your Wikipedia page. I reckon, mate. That's the answer to this. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, where are we? 118. Well, at least 114 goals there. At least so that's that's fair enough. So then, uh, then you ended up at Leighton Orient, Brisbane Road. Um, 43 games there. Must have more or less played most of the games in that season. Then, which is obviously a promotion season, wasn't it? Yeah, it, obviously. Um, it, it was it, it was a good spell when. Coming back from um, the first time I dropped out of the league, it was a big, it was a big decision. But obviously, such a such a big club, and obviously it's the stuff that had happened to them over the years before. It was it was a fresh start for obviously myself and for Lake Norrin, and luckily uh, it ended with uh, obviously success again. So it was big, big time. Can you um, sort of compare life at Lake Norrin to life at Yeovil now? In so much as that they're both they're both in the National League, they've both been relegated from the League Two fairly recently. Um, do you see many similarities yeah yes of course and uh, I think we found it really hard the first season at Leighton Orient and we signed wasn't a whole new squad new players and it took time it took us two seasons to get back into League 2 and uh, I think we've probably done it this year at Yeovil probably picked up a little bit quicker than we did at Leighton Orient we found it tough and but we've got the ball rolling at um, Yeovil and there's still see a lot to, to change it's, it's been a tough couple of years Yeovil fans and mm. things and hopefully we can we can with the group of players we've got we can probably change some of the fortunes that they've had I think you know you say it's been a tough it, it has it's, it's been so many you know defeats all the time it, it just you know if you got a win it was like sort of you know summer had turned to winter kind of thing it was just unbelievable to get a win but now to get seven wins on the trot you can imagine how, how 
up in the air the Yeovil Town fans are. Yeah, and, and, and players, the players are aware of that. We want we want to share all our uh, all our results with, with the fans. They've been brilliant, and obviously with so many new faces, obviously within coaching and, mm. and players and everywhere around, that you probably don't expect to get so many results as early. And we probably found it hard at the start of the season, and we had a few good performances that couldn't quite get the result. And I think we've 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 dug in really well, and to get seven wins in the trot is probably above all expectations. But we're not going to give up on it. That easy so we're going to keep fighting and trying to get more more uh, more wins okay time for charlie's second musical choice and it's called the good old days and it's by the libertines if queen Bodicea is long dead and gone still then the spirit in her children's children's children it lives on the libertines and the good old days i think probably what's well, not for me to say i'm not i'm not an expert on football but it, it would appear that the managers brought in some really good players to to uh, to you know, bring the team together. i mean you know the latest one jimmy smith has, has come in three goals in four games sort of thing you've come in i don't know is that your second goal or third goal it's, it's only my first goal oh was it i thought you scored I, I prob- more than that i probably should i probably should have more than that to be honest i've missed a few chances <laughs> i'm not trying to show you up that. honest honest i'm not 
fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, I mean, it, you know, and it seems to have blended together. And you look at the defenders. I mean, you've got a really solid back four there. Um, all right, the goalkeeper's been a bit in and out, but but you know that's not the, the team's fault. It's not the manager's fault. It's just injuries, isn't it? But um, you yeah. know, it, it looks like a, a solid. Got Lee Collins, who's an experienced player. Yourself, Jimmy Smith. You know, it's it's a it's a blooming good back four midfield at the moment. And uh, you know, Albi Skendi's been playing out of his skin after time. And uh, you know, it's it's just. You know, it's just good. It's great. It's it's fantastic. Everybody's really over the moon with it. Yeah, obviously we're very pleased. And when you look around the, the change room, it's undoubted that there, there's a lot of ability in there. There's a great mix of youth and older pros, and we're really happy with the squad we've got. To be honest, and mm. uh, that doesn't always guarantee wins. Unfortunately, that the manager and, and Terry match and all, all the coach and staff have done a lot of work with with us boys to get us ready to play games because it don't just happen overnight unfortunately you can have all the, you can have good players but if you're not ready to play and uh, but we'll, all the work will, will carry on we'll keep working hard and we're enjoying getting up getting the wins and uh, glad that, that the fans are enjoying it too yeah, absolutely. But I mean, uh, you know, playing Bromley on Saturday, top of the league, they score first. You still come back and and you know beat them three one. That must have been you know enjoyable for the team. But it sort of sets a mark, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's a group of players who've been skipper for for a long time. They they were tough to play against the mm. last couple of years. They've had some success themselves. And the biggest thing what we'll have is obviously having so many new players together. But the fact is that they come to us unbeaten and not lost the game all season. And uh, a lot of a lot of people fancied fancied them to, to beat us. So even at our ground, but at home we expect to, to win games and we understand that it's not going to happen all season you're not going to win every game but we're going to go into it with a lot of confidence and uh, that's what we did even even at 1-0 down it's a pity really it seems a pity that the one thing that, that you know there seems to be an awful lot of hype in the press and the media about the uh, about the game but the one thing they, they latched onto is this ball boy business which is a pity because you know it was a good game and, and we deserve praise for winning 3-1 yeah well it's quite remarkable how uh, how much the, the ball boy story has gone down and mm. Considering if you was at the game, it, it wasn't quite that big a deal. But um, no, it wasn't. It, 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 it was a great game, and I enjoyed it. And uh, it was a really tough first half that probably weren't the best side going in, and probably lucky to be one on. And then I think the second half, we showed our class, and I think hmm. we dominated from the from the, the kick off of the second half, and uh, we, we probably deserved three points. When you hit your when you hit your goal, did you think it was going to go over? Because it was quite high up in the air before it came down, wasn't it? So it was one of them weird ones. Was like, as soon as I headed it, I, I just I, I, I could see the keeper wasn't going to get there and it was like it was slow motion and I could see it was probably going to go in but it, it was it seemed like it took an age to get there okay let's hold it there for a minute Charlie right we've got the third choice from Charlie and that is the clash and train in vain
that was the clash and train in vain. Right, so let's get into these questions then. So, first of all, date of birth. It's the 5th of January, 1987. And your place of birth? Whitechapel, London. Have you got any brothers and sisters? I've got an older sister. Right, and her name is? She, her name is Jodie. Better give her a mention, otherwise if she listens you'll get stick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what sort of car do you drive? I have what the boys would say is the worst car at the club. And, uh, I have a, an 05 Blue Ocus that is I paid for <laughs> I love it. It gets me just around the place, just as much as all the all the expensive car the other boys have got. That's fair enough. I can't argue with that, really, can you? Um, no. <laughs> where did you spend most of your life, your childhood in London? Uh, well, to be honest, I was quite young when we moved to uh, Hertfordshire, and uh, that's that's currently where my family are now. So my mother, yeah. obviously, my wife and kids. So uh, mm-hmm. we live in Broxbourne in Hertfordshire. Okay, right. Yeah. What, what have you got a sort of flat or something down here just to stay in during the week or whatever? Or? Yeah, I, I stay with uh, three of the boys. And All right. We live together in the house. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's really, it's really nice. I, I really enjoy it. Good, that's okay then. Right, okay, what's your favourite food? My favourite food would be, I quite like Mexican food. Right. Like a burrito. So would it be fair to say your favourite holiday destination is Mexico then? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I have been, I've been from Mexico twice. I, I loved it, but my favourite place would be, we did it two years ago with my, my, my two sons was Florida. Right, I, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I love it myself. I can't quite agree. It's a yeah. fantastic place, isn't it? Um, what what football club do you support in terms of being a supporter as opposed to a player? So, uh, growing up, my whole all my family, I feel like I'm all West Ham fans. So that that is who my family is. So I suppose that's who I was told. I must admit, as as I've grown up, I'm, I'm not really. Uh, I don't really follow a team, to be honest. No. I spent 12 years at, at Tottenham from an eight year old and was a season ticket there. So although my family and I are probably West Ham fans, I'm thoroughly going to watch Tottenham. So my my sons are split between West Ham and Tottenham and that's probably how I am and uh, my family is well we've all got a cross to bear that's obviously yours isn't it I mean you know I... yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, favourite drink favourite drink would be uh, a nice cold drink okay clothes wise do you have any particular sort of brand that you like buying or are you just sort of casual and don't really worry what you wear as long as you like it yeah well I, I tend to wear a lot of sports sports, sports shorts and t-shirts I'm very uh, underdressed I'm not a uh, right. boys have a right good go I dress down right that's fine and music well you've given us a choice of music is there, is there any sort of well, I can say brand what can I say genre of music that you particularly prefer yeah I would like I like most most rock and indie music and a lot a lot of music that probably predates the day I was born so a lot of the 60s and 70s rock. now you're talking my language my son yeah get in there <laughs> <laughs> um, right where are we who would you say is the best manager that you've ever had um, the most successful was Darren Ferguson because we had three promotions in four seasons so it'd be hard not to say that but I've been very lucky including the manager I'm working for that I had quite a lot of success in my career so there's been quite a few what's the best stadium you've ever played at I think it was Old, Old Trafford yeah good choice good yeah, in, choice. The, in, the, in the playoff final so and we yeah. won 3 nil, so made it a lot better who's the best player you've ever played with well in a, it's not really unfortunately it was only in a pre-season friendly for Tottenham but I was lucky enough to play with Ledley King he was just immense he was uh, better than you could ever imagine I've not not really ever come across anyone even close to him since now we've got Charlie's fourth choice of music and it's Bob Dylan and Like a Rolling Stone Once upon a time you dressed so fine through the bumps of dime in your prime then you 
say, beware, doll, you're bound to fall. You thought they were all kidding you.
Dylan there with uh, Like a Rolling Stone. And as Charlie mentioned, it probably does predate him, I should think. We're in the final final now, so... Uh, uh, we miss it. What's the biggest match you've ever played in? It would probably be the, the, yeah, the League One playoff final. Uh, that, that was a, a big day okay. for me and my family. We enjoyed it and obviously very, very lucky to get the win. And that was presumably at Wembley, was it? No, that was at Old Trafford. Oh, that was the one at Old the Trafford. The Champions League final was there, yeah. Oh, right, got you. Um, best goal you've ever scored? Best goal I've ever scored was away at not Oris in a Johnson paint game unfortunately it's not my not the most important goal but it was a good 35 yarder with my left foot I won't get much better than that okay um, who's the footballer you, you admire the most in terms of quality skill and who they are generally what just any in history any, yeah, or yeah, someone just, under, oh, no no well, any Lionel Messi Lionel like yeah my, my favourite was the original Ronaldo R9 yeah, he yeah. was my favourite growing up watching football Italia watching him run around yeah. people for fun throwing them around he was my footballing hero probably okay um um, who's your best mate in football? Uh, probably Andy Bond, who's currently at York. Okay. He's currently at York. He's, uh, I played with him at Stevenage. He was, he's, uh, he's the one that I probably speak to the most. Right. Um, what's your favourite film? Yeah, it's so hard, isn't it? it would be, <laughs> it's not easy, I know. Oh, it's incredibly hard. It would be... Oh, no, I'm probably going to have to go with uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Okay, okay, that's fair yeah, enough. I love the love Lord of the Rings. So that they are yeah. probably my favourite. Okay, what about your favourite film star, male or female? It would be... Idris Elba right um, do you watch much TV and if so what's your favourite programme it'll probably be what most people say because it's the best ever in my opinion it's Game of Thrones the only one I've been fully I've never got into it but I've never really watched it to that degree and it's gone past the point where I have to watch the whole lot from the start I guess to get the drift of it but um, it's worth doing what were your first impressions of Yeovil when you came down here the the town the area generally because it's a bit different to Whitechapel yeah I loved it it's brilliant my family my mum and my sister have been down to Somerset quite a lot and uh it's beautiful it's, it's obviously it's different to where I live and a lot lot calmer a lot lot more beautiful to be honest yeah and yeah. Uh, one of my best friends come down and we spend the day in Tottenham and it, it was just beautiful and uh, my family are all down for Christmas now so we're having Christmas down in Somerset and we're really looking forward to it oh that's okay then well you know you're not far from the coast as well that helps doesn't it no definitely okay the next lot are a great straight yes or no one really Coke or Pepsi Diet Coke um, beer or lager beer ow <laughs> um, Mercedes or BMW or Ford Focus <laughs> Focus definitely Focus <laughs> okay um, do you play any other sport I love cricket cricket's my favourite sport in the whole world good well in the summer I will take you out to North Parrot Cricket Club which is the village that I live in we're in the Somerset um, Somerset uh, Premier no Premier 1 I think it's called but um, yeah quite a high standard of cricket and it's the best cricket ground you'll ever find I'll tell you that um, right where were we other sport yeah um, any ideas as to what you might do when you finish if you're taking your bag 
badges and stuff? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently up to my B licence and I'll be doing my A next summer. So it, uh, it'd be a shame not to be in football in some capacity, but I'd be up for, for doing most things, to be honest, and mm. I'm open-minded. But but preferably stay in football, yeah? Obviously, it'd be a shame not to, to carry on. Mm. After everything it's given me so far, I'd like to try and give back if I could. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, two more quickies. Mac or PC? PC. Steak or curry? Curry. And now we've got Charlie's last choice of music, and it's called Can You Give It? And it's by the Maccabees. having a dinner dinner party at home right and yep. uh, you got your wife obviously she's going to be there um, but you've got yep. four other people you've got to invite who are you going to invite anybody in the world dead or uh, dead or alive dead or alive I would have I'd have Brian Cox what the actor the, no the uh, um, scientist and oh I know yeah I know the bloke you mean yeah yeah, yeah he, he, I listen to his podcast and that they keep me they keep me sane <laughs> I'm a big fan of Stephen Fry so I'd like him there 
Yeah. I would have a view with people at Pilar. I'd have Ricky Gervais. Yeah. I'm a massive fan of Ricky Gervais. And as my wife there, I probably wouldn't have any females, attractive females, because she'd tell me off. Mm-hmm. I would have a... Well, I just don't know. Who would I have? Oh, it's going on it's way too long now, isn't it? I would have John Lennon, because I'm a massive fan of the Beatles. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. You're the first person who's not said Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well obviously I don't really... I know who he is and stuff, but he's not really my uh, sporting hero. <laughs> no. Great, Charlie. That is it, mate. You have got through the Inquisition un- unstained, and, um, yeah, we appreciate your time and your efforts, and thank you very much for doing it. No, it's a pleasure. a bloom shoots up through the stony ground there's no room no space to rent in this town you're out of luck and the reason that you had to care the traffic is stuck and you're not moving anywhere you thought you found a friend Take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand In return for grace So beautiful day You have been listening to Glover's Inquisition With Charlie Lee Everything Yeovil Town, stay tuned to Three Valleys Radio. And this is Three Valleys Radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewitt Park.